Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. So Friday Follies often inevitably spills over into Monday Follies. Because there is so much insanity in the news from the left that it's hard to cover in one podcast episode. Good morning and welcome to Feet to the Fire. This is your host, Sergio Fassa. It is Monday morning. So more crazy stories. But let's start with this breaking over the weekend. Fox News, the DOJ seizes more classified documents from Biden's Wilmington Wilmington home after a 12-hour search. Additional classified records. Justice Department seized them on Friday. Now, here's what I want to point out from the article that's interesting. A quote from Joseph D. Fitzpatrick, assistant U.S. attorney. On January 20th, 2023, the FBI executed a planned consensual search of the president's residence in Wilmington. Interesting, noteworthy, planned, consensual. So, oh, you mean as in not a raid, not an FBI raid with armed personnel and armored vehicles showing up like they did at Mar-a-Lago. Even though Trump was already willing to work with the FBI and in the process of working with the Justice Department to go through the classified documents he had and hand over to them whatever it was that they were requesting. So for Trump, raid the house with military-style equipment. Essentially, it was military equipment. Armed raid. Biden, consensual. That is the double standard in the establishment. Fox News, also over the weekend, Ivan Provorov, jerseys, are selling out online after the media condemned him for not wearing a pride-themed hockey jersey. This is an NHL star. Americans have rallied around Philadelphia Flyers, that's a hockey team, defenseman Ivan Provorov, after he personally abstained from pride festival festivities before a hockey game. And what's striking about this is we are constantly told that MAGA and conservatism generally are a failing proposition. It's hopeless. The country's gone hardcore left. And Biden's the most popular president in history. Everybody hates Trump. On and on, the narrative continues. And yet you see these very conspicuous things, which is why I said running up to 2020, Trump was going to blow it out, and he did. It was stolen. That's why I say he's still extremely popular. When you look at things like the most watched cable news network, Fox News, even though they're not even that conservative anymore, and it's the home of a lot of never-Trumpers, it's still, quote-unquote, the conservative or Republican news source. Most popular by huge numbers, MSNBC, CNN, they're in the tank. Nobody's watching it. Tucker Carlson, if not the highest rated, one of the highest rated cable news shows conservative mark levin if not the highest one of the highest listened to talk radio shows in the nation period period so but 
not popular. So now this guy stands up to gay pride festivities or LGBT, whatever, pride, refuses because of his religious beliefs, and the media obviously trashes him. And what happens? His jerseys sell out online because Americans rally around him. Because why? Because we're sick of it. Because the country is still, flyover America is still conservative. You know, I know there's naysayers out there like, oh, what are you saying? Everybody out there is a born-again Christian? No, 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 I didn't say that. What I'm saying is that there is still a general, cultural, moral, Christian consensus in the country. We're generally conservative. We're generally freedom-loving. We're generally still individualistic and favor limited government. And the country is still being carried forward, even now, hundreds of years later, listen, on the inertia of a... Christian worldview, a Christian system, a Christian society, a society grounded on and influenced by the gospel. That, that's how powerful the gospel is to demolish strongholds, to bring down kingdoms, to shed light into darkness. The West, and specifically America, our, our principles, our founding principles, our society was forged and built on the principles of Christianity and the gospel, both Old and New Testament. And that has a momentous inertia that carries into generations and decades and across centuries. It's a Christian society, and it's still running on those fumes, running on that inertia, and it's still a conservative majority. We don't want to be forced, even if people aren't particularly religious themselves, to have stuff shoved down our throats. That goes against normal traditional family values, normal Christian values, normal religious values, normal constitutional values, normal values of freedom. And so this is what happens. We rally around this guy. Provorev refused to participate in pregame warm-ups where players wore pride-themed jerseys and wielded hockey sticks wrapped in rainbow pride tape. They're just shoving this garbage down our throat, and people don't want it. He didn't want it. He said this, quote, I respect everyone, he told reporters, after they won the actual game against the Anaheim Ducks. I respect everybody's choices. My choice is to, say true, is to stay true to myself and my religion. People in America still cheer that. We cheer that because we agree with individualism, but of course, not the mainstream media. Multiple news outlets, including uh, Post Millennial and others, reported that the jerseys were selling out in online stores. Only thing left was, uh, was jerseys for women. But, oh, here it is. Media commentators such as Canadian sports pundit Sid Saxero, whoever that is, of course, a Canadian, crazy liberal Canadian, slammed Provorev for adhering to his Russian Orthodox faith. Nothing scares me more, this sports commentator said, Canadian sports commentator. Nothing scares me more than any human being who says, I'm not doing this because of my religious beliefs. What? You know what? Then keep your opinion, your tyrannical dictator, anti-religious freedom up in Canada. We don't want it down here. That is completely opposite of the First Amendment, the Bill of Rights guaranteeing religious freedom. That is the exact epitome and, in a nutshell, a summation of American freedom and American liberty is that we can make a decision to do or not do something precisely because of our religious beliefs. That is religious freedom. 
the most central core, the essence of freedom, the most central freedom of all, because it's a freedom of the mind to make a decision to think and worship and believe how you want the highest of freedoms, the most transcendent of freedoms, and particularly the freedom to not be compelled into the paganism and the idolatry and man-centered man-worship, humanistic worship of this world, but rather to be free in your conscience and mind, to worship freely, to gather freely, to worship the God of creation through the gospel of Jesus in a free and independent church gathering. That's the essence of freedom. All the freedoms flow out of that. So thank goodness for this hockey player and how tragic that he gets slammed by media and their excuse is, oh, it scares me that someone has religious freedom. Unbelievable. This also, from a buddy, he sent this over to me. Fox News, coffee's, quote, contribution to climate change is just the tip of the iceberg, a study says. Also from our lovely up north, far-left Canadian crazy socialist neighbors. The researchers suggested that limiting your coffee intake is part of the solution to fight climate change. So now the eggheads and establishment are telling us we can't even have coffee because we have to save the planet. Canadian researchers analyzed coffee's contribution to climate change in a piece published in early January and suggested people moderate their consumption of the popular drink as part of the solution. Limiting your contribution to climate change requires an adapted diet, and coffee is no exception. Choosing a mode of coffee preparation that emits less GHGs, greenhouse gases, and moderating your consumption are part of the solution. University of Quebec. Our analysts clearly showed that traditional filter coffee has the highest carbon footprint, mainly because a greater quantity of coffee powder is used to produce the amount of coffee. This process also consumes more electricity to heat the water and keep it warm. The researchers compared brewing with coffee pods, brewing coffee the traditional way in a coffee maker, brewing coffee with a French press, and using instant coffee, and they found that instant coffee was the most environmentally sound. Well, would you look at that? Isn't that interesting? So the climate change crazies are now telling us that in order to save the planet, you need to drink less coffee. And by the way, the coffee that you drink should be the instant kind that you don't keep too hot because you can't use too much electricity. So here's the solution. Remember, 10 years ago, they took our light bulbs away and limited how much toilet water we could have. This is, this is tyranny at its finest. They're perfecting top-down control. And now the only coffee you get is kind that lukewarm and instant coffee. Government issue instant coffee and keep it very lukewarm, probably cold. What, where, where do we live? It's insanity. You get tepid instant coffee. Thanks. I'll keep my French press. And this, Sheila Jackson Lee, I mentioned this last week. Sheila da Jackson Lee, the Texas Democrat, introduced the Leading Against White Supremacy Act of 2023 which aims to, quote, prevent and prosecute white supremacy-inspired hate crime and conspiracy to commit white supremacy-inspired hate crime. So now, prosecute the crime and the conspiracy to commit the crime. Well, what does that mean exactly? The conspiracy edition means people who use hate speech online could face criminal charges under the legislation, even if they don't act on their threats. Okay, well, no one should be committing crime or threatening anyone. But what, what constitutes a threat? That includes a person who publishes, quote, material advancing white supremacy, white supremacist ideology, 
antagonism based on replacement theory, or hate speech that vilifies, here it is, or is otherwise directed against any non-white person or group. So if you say anything critical of someone who has a different skin pigmentation than yours, specifically darker, you can be prosecuted for hate crime. Outrageous. All of this is a pretense for government control over our lives, whether it's the coffee or controlling hate speech or controlling the colors you put on your hockey stick. This is all the antithesis of freedom. Dispersed authority, which dispersed authority is a threat. Authority spread out, not consolidated centrally. Dispersed authority is a threat to globalism, to humanistic, man-centered, satanic world government. Freedom is a threat. Freedom is part and parcel of the gospel. Dispersed authority is a threat to them and their control of all things, power and wealth. And so they are against individualism, which is a pillar of Christianity. You guys have to see this for what it is. Seattle, no, let's do this one. I wanted to get to last time. Where do I have it? Ah, the blaze. Astrophysicist claims her field is, quote, steeped in systemic racism and white supremacy. An astrophysicist, get this, is complaining about the, the, uh, her career, the, the environment in her career, that it's white supremacist. Meanwhile, why aren't, aren't you at like the top of all professional fields, the smartest of the smarties? You've arrived when you're an astrophysicist, but you have to complain. A professor at Colorado College described the field of astrophysics as one, quote, steeped. It doesn't, doesn't have it a little bit. It's soaked, much like, much like environmentally unfriendly coffee grounds. In, in your traditional coffee maker that you're not allowed to have anymore. Astrophysicism is steeped in systemic racism and white supremacy. Did you not realize that? Studying starlight and exploding supernovas. Racist. Natalie Gonsnell, a professor of physics at Colorado College, told her interviewer that the idea of black and white thinking without gray areas, which she says is prevalent in her field, is a tenet of white supremacy. Black and white, that's, that's, that's coordinated with a color that's racist. As an astrophysicist, I'm a product of institutions that are steeped in systemic racism and white supremacy, Gosnell says. You're a product. You've, you've arrived. You have everything you could want handed to you on a silver platter. You're an astrophysicist professor. As I said, the smartest of the smart. I am so tired of white elites decrying the systems that brought them to their elite position. Did you follow that? They're decrying the very systems that handed their elitism to them, the tenets of white supremacy that show up in physics, of individualism and exceptionalism and perfectionism. It's either or thinking, and there's no subtlety, there's no gray area, she continued. How in the world are you supposed to study the speed of light distance, mathematics, and the science of the solar system and the universe if you don't have black and white numbers and measurements. But no, that's white. That's white supremacy. Exceptionalism, individualism, all the stuff I talked about that's based in a Christian worldview, that's white. And you know how racist that is? Because that takes things that are ethical absolutes, universal absolutes like exceptionalism, individualism, and merit, perfectionism, earning something based on the merit of what you do. All of that, we've colored it as white 
whereas it should be universal, and then you withhold the access to those things to other color groups based on their skin colors because you make those other groups think that if you are into merit and excellence and exceptionalism and individualism, if you're into that stuff, you've sold out to the white taskmasters controlling group, the supremacists. So then an entire swath of your society is brainwashed into rejecting those very things that would lift them out of social dysfunction and poverty, things like individualism and exceptionalism. What a way to keep people down and how racist. Let justice roll down like waters, America, and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. The left uses every pretense, including racism and astrophysics, there it is, all of these things is a pretense to take control over your lives and crush the individual. See you tomorrow.